All right, well, we're going to get started, and then I'll, have, I'll finish a little bit early because we're going to do something after for our seniors. So we just got over our series, and we're going to be starting a new one, and this new one is called BFF. Does anyone know what that means? No, that's BFG. Best friend forever. Best friend forever, yeah. Except in this case, it means beneficial friends forever. Not best friends forever. So in this series, we're going to look at different aspects of what we want to look for in friends, what would be beneficial for us to have in friends, and a little bit of what we don't want to look for in friends. So in this series... It might hit a little bit close to home because we're going to be talking about your guys' friends, especially today because I'm going to talk a little bit, and then I'm going to have you guys get into groups and talk about your friends a little bit, and I'm going to talk a little bit more, and then you're going to get into groups and talk about your friends a little bit more, and then I'm going to talk a little bit more, and then you're going to have a little bit of personal reflection time at the end, which is always good. So as we get started, I want to start off with this story. So I have a friend at college, and this friend is crazy. He climbs mountains. He went to Colorado to work, and he woke up at like 5 a.m. You will never catch me up at 5 a.m. He woke up at 5 a.m. to go climb a mountain in a storm. I don't know anything about climbing mountains, but he said you're not supposed to climb mountains in storms. And he started to climb this mountain in a storm. Don't know how he's still alive, but he is somehow. He told me, uh, I go to Tiffin, he told me that he wants to get a policy named after him at Tiffin for repelling out of our dorms. He hasn't done it yet, but he has one more year, so he'll probably do it. He also lived on a boat or like a river, something like that, for like a year. I don't, he's done some crazy things. I don't know how he's done it. The craziest thing I've done is like, rode a roller coaster, that's about it. It's as scary as it gets for me. But this friend, one time, he was, he was at this church camp, and at this camp they had repelling, rock climbing, all that fun stuff. And so, you know, my friend, being the adventurous type, he's like, let's go do this. And so he grabbed another friend with him. And him and his friend were going, rock climbing, repelling, just having fun. And they're like, man, this is getting really boring. Like, this is just way too easy for us. All we're doing is rock climbing and repelling down, like, that's not risky at all. It's pretty easy. This guy's like a professional, so it's, it's easy for him. And then all of a sudden, he looks over, and he sees, he sees this cliff. And so on one side of this cliff, there's like this flat platform. And then 10 feet away, on the other side of this cliff, there's another platform. So his crazy mind gets going, and he's like, man, I should probably jump this cliff. What any reasonable person would do, right? No, not any reasonable person. I would never do this. So he's like, he talked to his friend, and he's like, we should do this. I mean, it would be fun. And his friend's like, all right, I got this. And so right about when they're getting ready to jump, my friend gets kind of scared. He, uh, he starts to notice the gap a little bit more. And he's like, man, maybe we shouldn't do this. And the friend he's with says, no, man, I'll go first. I'll clear this jump. And when you jump, if you fall, I got you. And so, yeah. So he jumps, his friend jumps first, clears it, great, over there, fine. Somehow, crossed a 10-foot gap. <laughs> I have no clue how, but he did it. 
So then my friend gets ready to go. He gets back. He's getting ready to jump. And he jumps. Can anyone guess what happens next? He falls and dies. No, he is still alive. <laughs> he jumps. What he didn't know is on the other side of this cliff, it was at an incline or would be a decline. And it was also slippery. And so his friend made it over fine, right? My friend goes, he jumps, his foot hits, and he starts to slip. And he's about to fall. What my friend also didn't know is that in between that cliff is about a 45-foot drop with jagged rocks. So if he fell, he would probably die, right? So he goes, he jumps, his foot slips. As soon as he's about to fall, his friend reaches out and grabs him. As soon as he was about to fall, that friend was there for him. He put his trust in that friend. That friend was there in his time of need. He could have fell down that cliff, and he could not be here today. But that friend was there for him. That friend made a promise, and he trusted that he would be there. He trusted that his friend would catch him. I hope you guys had a good time talking about a time that you were in need and your friends came to help you. And we're going to focus back up now, okay? So we've all had times of need, right? And we've had our friends come. If it's as little as, I need some gas money, bro, I'm stuck. Can you come give me some, some money real quick? Or you're on a cliff and you could die and your friend catches you. We've all trusted our friends to be there with us. We've trusted that they would come in our time of need. But I want to look at a story in the Bible, in Mark, where this guy thought he could trust someone, and it actually led to his death, so he could not trust him. In Mark 14, or yeah, Mark 14, verse 10, then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And then he saw an opportunity to turn him in. So a little background of this. This is Judas. He's part of the twelve disciples. Jesus' is twelve chosen people. People that he did three years of ministry with. He trusted these people. He did life with these people. Jesus would probably consider these people his friends, right? And what, is, what does Judas do? Judas goes to these people. He goes to the chief priests. A friend of Jesus. Jesus has done life with this guy. And Judas goes to these chief priests. He goes to these people who want to kill Jesus. And he goes there, and he's like, yeah, I can get you Jesus. This guy trusts me. I know where he will be at at what time and when we can arrest him. Judas was plotting a time to turn a friend who he trusted in. Judas went behind Jesus' back to do this. 
Judas went behind his friend for three years, someone who saved him, his back for just a stack of money. And that's it. He went behind his back, betrayed his trust for money. And I just think about all of us. If we've had friends that have went behind our backs, that we trusted, trusted for a long time, and went behind our backs, So Judas, Jesus' friend for three years, goes to these chief priests to betray Jesus. And the thing is, Judas didn't do it right there. He didn't betray Jesus right there. He went back to Jesus to eat with him. He went back to the Last Supper to still be Jesus' friend. Judas is what we like to call a fake friend. Those people who we think are our friends but really aren't our friends, they're just there, just to be there. That's what Judas is. After turning him into the chief priest, he went and still tried to be Jesus' friend. He still tried to have Jesus' trust, even though Jesus knew later that Judas was going to turn against him. Judas still tried to act like Jesus' friend. See, and this is what we have with some of our friends. We've had friends for years that we think that are our best friends. But in all reality, they're looking for that one moment to turn on you. I'm not saying all friends are like this. But Judas was with Jesus for three years, did life with him, and turned on him. Jesus trusted him. He did life with him. What makes us so different? We all have friends like this. Jesus was betrayed for money. What makes, th- what makes us think? that we'll get betrayed for any less. So this is why we need to look at our friends. We need to think about our friends. I have friends now in Tiffin. Jacob's one of them, the one who went uh, across that cliff that I trust with everything. He knows every deepest, darkest secret about me. I do life with him. I trust him with everything. And I know 100% that he will never use that against me. Do you want a friend like Jacob, like Jacob's friend that caught him, that he could trust? Or do you want a friend like Judas that you thought you could trust, but he's waiting for every single second to turn against you? We need to take a look at our lives. We need to take a deep look at our friends. This is so important because there's a saying, good, bad company corrupts good character. This is why friends are so important. They can make or break you. They shape you. 
your most delight, your closest three friends. And if you can't trust your closest three friends, what type of friends are those? That's right. Trust is so important because it's the foundation of a friendship. If I go up to Jacob and tell him something, and he just straight up goes and tells everyone, I'm not going to trust him anymore. It's important to look at our friends, to try to find these qualities in our friends. They're not all going to be perfect. But looking for these qualities, these things that will make a friendship good, are so important. Because you don't want the Judas. You don't want the Judas friendship. You want the Jacob friendship. So I'm going to end with this. I'm not going to end with a story or anything. We're going to end with some personal reflection. I want you guys to take, we have about five minutes left before we recognize the seniors. I want you guys to take these next five minutes to think about your friends. This series isn't, isn't going to be a very lighthearted series. We're going to push at you guys to take a deep look at your friends because we know how important friends are. I could stand up here and tell 20 million stories about good friends and bad friends. And I'm sure Taylor can too. So take the next five minutes to just think about your friends. And if you can just this week think about, can I trust them with my biggest, darkest secrets?